ML Nation, episode 487. Be coachable. Um, lock arms with the people who are where you want to be because they're going to be able to, to, to help take you there. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Brian and Holly Highfield. Hey, Brian and Holly, are you ready to make it happen? We are super ready. We're absolutely ready. Holly and Brian both worked in corporate America for over 20 years and also owned and operated their own sports business for 12 years. They got started in the marketing six and a half years ago, and they got a really incredible story to share. And since then, they've built a team of over 13,000 distributors that generate almost 9 million in annual sales. So Holly and Brian, I've given ML Nation a very brief intro, but please share a little bit more about your corporate background, what the sports business you did. I know that you had a kid. How did you ever get, get started in network marketing? <laughs> uh, all great questions. Um, I spent 20 years in the banking industry, actually. Um, that's what I went to school for. I was good at what I did. But to be honest with you, um, besides it paying the bills, I didn't love what I did, but I didn't know of anything else. I was raised, obviously, like many of you nowadays, is to go to school, get a good education, get a good paying job, and then hopefully maybe 30, 40 years later, you can go ahead and retire. So that's what I was doing. So I was on that hamster wheel. Um, in addition to that, Brian um, Brian was an engineer uh, for 20 plus years working for the phone company, Verizon, actually. Um, but in addition to that, he had, had a, a passion for volleyball. So I'll let him tell, tell right. you a little well, bit about one that. One thing I knew is I wasn't going to spend my entire career with, with one company doing what <laughs> I did forever. So uh, I was smart enough to, to realize I needed to do something different and start my own business. Um, what I didn't realize at the time is instead of having a job, I then owned a job. <laughs> yeah. And so that's uh, that's what uh, I found out. And that's why, what led us to MLM. I had a fellow coach uh, with our sports business send me a simple video and said, here, watch this. And a couple things I realized is uh, that the product was unique mm -hmm. and a little bit about timing. And what, what made me join uh, our first and only company was I had a fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. um, I saw an opportunity there and I'm very business minded and uh, just jumped in right away. So what type of sports business did you have that you said you own the job? Yeah, so it was basically uh, started out as a hobby, but uh, I played volleyball in college and I coached volleyball, uh, high school volleyball. So I started a travel volleyball club and it, it was very small in the beginning, but it quickly grew in popularity and became a, a booming business with the help of a lot of other people. Oh, cool. Where did you play volleyball? I'm a huge sports fan. Yeah, so it was a small little school called Case Western Reserve here local in Cleveland. So a little Division three school. Uh, we weren't very good, but we, we <laughs> shared a passion about the sport and traveled all over the country playing volleyball. Very, very cool. So um, when you got started, um, what was Holly's reaction to you doing network marketing? Uh, she she was uh, um, not supportive at first, uh, you know, and she didn't understand, didn't know what I knew at the time and realized that this was a pathway to get out of a situation that, that we're in. And so it wasn't until uh, I shared with her, and I remember the, the day it was, she had a very bad day at work <laughs> and I was going to another network marketing meeting. Um, and uh, so we had a little discussion. 
And I made her a deal. I said, you know what? Once I can replace my income, you can walk away from your job. And her response was, really? And her next question was, can I do this with you? And so that's that's how um, I uh, was able to get her to uh, open her eyes and to see what I, what I was doing and why I was doing it. So oh, you got started. Uh, she wasn't that supportive in the beginning. How was the first couple of weeks like for you? First couple of weeks for me or for Holly? <laughs> for you when you started the business. Well, so when I started the business, um, it was it was slow at first. I didn't understand a lot. Mm -hmm. um, brand new to network marketing. Um, didn't even know how our comp plan worked. Uh, didn't know what I was supposed to do and how to do it. Um, <laughs> what was driving me uh, was my confidence in my abilities that I could share information. And uh, so it wasn't really till, till I really started to learn how to do this business right from people who had success and be coachable. Um, that, that's what I, that was why it was a rough first couple of weeks. You said you were uh, uh, confident in your abilities. Where did you get that confidence from? Uh, I just think from, from my past life of just working uh, in the corporate world for 20 years, um, and knowing that uh, I had abilities to be able to communicate and share information. And so uh, those were some skills that I had learned in talking and working with people and, and sharing ideas. And, and that's what we do is we share ideas, we share possibilities, we share product information. And, and so um, that background gave me the confidence to, to move forward. You say you made a bunch of mistakes the first couple of weeks. <laughs> so what are some of those bad mistakes you made? Uh, I guess throwing up on people, which is very common, right? I was so excited. I just couldn't wait to tell everybody everything. And what I didn't know at the time is not everybody's open to hearing it, <laughs> especially a two-hour pitch about a product or a company or anything. And so uh, so that was, that was the major mistake was just throwing up on people and giving them way too much information. So what was the turning point? Um... Was it an event you went to? What happened where you stopped, stopped doing this uh, verbal diarrhea yeah. and start getting... Right. It was absolutely an event. I, I uh, refused to go on events in the beginning, which was another mistake. Um, I think I was overconfident that I knew... Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so uh, when I went to our first company convention, um, that's when my eyes were open. I finally understood how to do this business from people that were already successful in it and uh, understood how to do that as well. And um, uh, that, that was really a turning point for me. And she can tell you, I came home from that event just, just a different person. It was life-changing and super excited about it. And that got her excited. What did you learn at that event, that really aside from the belief? Was it really just a belief or was it something specific? You oh, I'm doing the wrong way. And then you changed. Yeah, I, I just hearing stories after stories of people from various backgrounds who had nothing to their name and who made this work. And they had limited skills in the beginning. And I'm, I just thought, man, if, if they can do this, then maybe I can do this too. Uh, and so that gave me uh, just a lot of belief in, in my own abilities and also uh, the process was was presented there. And so we have a very specific process that anyone can plug into, no matter what your background, age, education. And so I started to learn the process and how to do it right. But quite quite honestly, in the beginning, I didn't even take the shriek wrap off of our manual. Um, <laughs> and so it wasn't until I really learned that there was value in that book and to listen to the people teach the different steps of our system and how to do and plug into that system. 
So uh, you know, Holly, we'll get a ch- we'll give you a chance to speak soon. So, uh, <laughs> no so, problem, no problem. So the process, what is this magical process that you did not? You, obviously, you didn't follow it before, and then you followed right. the system and things turned. What is this process? How does it work for your company? Well, for our company, and it's it's probably similar for a lot of different companies, but it's it's really just you know, a getting started, which sign up, uh, b creating a list, a database of people that you know. Um, and then C, basically uh, inviting them to some information mm-hmm. and then telling them the story. And our story is our company story, uh, our story, you know, why we're doing this and also how you can get paid by uh, following this process. And then from there, it's just following up yep. and then closing resolving and resolving desert- concerns and closing at that point. And you just kind of take people through that cycle over and over again. And the more you do that, um, the bigger organization will grow and the more money you can make. So once you had this turning point, how long did it take you before uh, Holly was set free? <laughs> it, was, it was about a, after this turning point, it was about a year and a half after that, that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, there's a lot of challenges and bumps along the road. Um, you know, it wasn't, wasn't uh, uh, an easy process by any means, um, but it was just, uh, going through uh, the motions and yeah. uh, going through the numbers enough time to find the people that see it the way that you do. And so it was about a year and a half in before I could pull Holly away from, from her uh, employment. When did, uh, now, when did Holly get started in the business? I think it was about it was about a year in. I yeah. think yeah, she was one after of my. After your first event. Yeah, it was after my first yep. event, coming back so excited, and uh, so she was a customer of mine to begin with, and we yes. were dating at the time, <laughs> and then after I came back from the event so excited, she decided to join as a distributor. Got it. and then you had a kid somewhere along the way, right? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, and that happened yeah, too. Yeah. At some point, we got married, and then we continued to build our business, and said, "Okay, now we can now we can have a family." I mean, this business has afforded us the ability to be both be stay at home parents. Um, that was one thing. I mean, when I first got involved, it was about getting me out of my job. But then once we saw what was possible, it was about us having the ability to both be and raise our kids. Because unfortunately, nowadays, too many people don't have the luxury of spending time that they need and deserve with their kids. Um, you have both parents working in the households. Um, they're crossing day and night with one another. They hardly get to see each other as it is, um, let alone spending the time with their kids or they're in daycare. And we we wanted to be able to have the opportunity to spend as much time with our with our kids as we could. Um, and that's what this industry has afforded us to do. Right. So. so how did you balance time? You both, uh, how you had a job <laughs> and you, would run, you still have your uh, sports business. Right. Any time management right. tips you can share? How did you make it happen? Uh, yeah. And, you know, honestly, what we learned, we thought we had to dedicate time to this. And, yeah. and while that's true, it fits in the nooks and crannies of your day. Um, so w- what we found is our our what we do in network marketing really just naturally fits in what we do every day anyway. People have other conversations with people. We go to lunch with people. We meet them for coffee. And people like to talk about their problems, right? <laughs> and usually it's uh, you know a health problem or a money problem. Uh, or a combination thereof. And so, you know, we just fit what we did in trying to help them find a solution to the needs that they have in their life. And that just happens anyway. So it wasn't like we had to dedicate, other than some administrative stuff and some management stuff, really it just fit into what we were doing anyway with our natural conversations with people. I mean, let's be honest, this, this, this business is amazing and it can afford a lot of opportunities for people, both financially and, and the products themselves. 
um, and really just building relationships and meeting people along the way. But the reality is, is that it requires a lot of hard work. <laughs> so when you said about having time, that there's no doubt that we were already busy people. <laughs> um, we, we run into people all the time and that's often their excuse. You know, I, I can't do this because I'm already busy, but you're right. We were both um, working full-time jobs, and I can tell you, I wasn't just working 40 hours a week. My job was not a 40-hour work week. It was at least a 50, 60-hour work week. I was traveling a lot. Um, even when I was on vacation, I was never on vacation. I was always worried about emails. Um, and Brian, obviously, while running the sports business on the nights and weekends, we were traveling for tournaments. So we had to make some sacrifices along the way. That's that's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. we, had, we made a decision um, to ourselves and a commitment that we were going to give this three to five years. We said, we're going to invest the next three to five years of our time and making this a focus for us. And so we did make some adjustments. Some of those adjustments meant maybe not going to birthday celebrations or dinners or, you know, meeting up with friends uh, for drinks when we could be out talking to someone about this opportunity. So there were certainly some trade-offs. And uh, I can tell you that the TV and I, I'm a huge football fan, <laughs> huge football fan. Oh, how um, Yeah, I, 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 I was not a good sports fan. <laughs> I, I let some of my my team teammates down. I didn't watch many of the games. Right, we had to unsubscribe from NFL Network. We, we had to unsubscribe <laughs> to NFL Network because we made a decision. And so there there were some some trade offs and some sacrifices that we did make along the way. However. What we did for that short period of time has now afforded us the, be, the ability to be able to watch all the sports that we want and to be able to go all the birthday parties and the family reunions and all the social events and spend the time with the people that matter the most to us because we put in that work up front. Right. Hmm. Here's my favorite question. Uh, <laughs> in your six and a half years, what is your worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that maybe you had, hey, well, you had second doubts. Oh, you had doubts about uh, why you did this and uh, you thought about quitting, but you did it. And that's why you are where you are today. Yeah, it's, it's actually a great question um, because for me personally, the moment that was the toughest for me that made me really question this was when I was getting feedback from my family and my friends. Um, I am a pretty social person. I love being out and spending time with other people. And so when I started pulling back and spending time with those individuals, um, I didn't get the most positive reactions. I, I had people actually accuse me of choosing myself and being money hungry over my family and the people that mattered most to me. And that, um, that, that really hurt. That, that really was difficult for me. And just the, the fear of judgment, the fear of what other people were going to think of me doing, quote, network marketing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had had a negative stigma to, towards the industry. Um, I was very ignorant about it. I didn't know what was possible. I never knew anybody who had been successful. And anybody that I knew that was doing it, um, all they were doing was harassing their friends and family and being salespeople. And that's that, to me, is not what I wanted to do. And so all those things, those fears and, and, and my family not supporting me, he'll, he'll tell you, I was like, why are we doing this? Like this, this didn't seem worth it. It really didn't. Um, but it was a mind shift. We, we, we had to make a mind shift and we continue to stay plugged in. We continue to attend the events. Um, we started um, developing personally and reading more and really immersing ourselves within the industry um, and understanding what went into being successful and that it was really about other people and helping them in order to be successful. 
where did you um, get that stigma from network marketing? Because that you've been approached the wrong way in the past. Uh, honestly, some of it was hearsay. <laughs> um, some of it was just the negative stigma of that the pyramid scheme or nobody makes money in those things. Um, it's just a waste of money. Um, but I've also I also had known a few people that had dabbled in the industry but never were successful with it. And they hopped around to a lot of different companies. And so I just, I never understood the focus or why putting the time and money and energy into something that they weren't getting out of it what they wanted. Right, and they were approaching us uh, probably, I would say not the best way either. Yeah. And so that that was kind of a turn off as well. Yeah. Mm. If someone is out there, because what you shared about uh, what you went through, friends accusing them, I mean, that is something that's very painful, right? Especially close friends. They feel like you're in a cult or whatever they say. Uh, what do you recommend for them? How do they get over this? Honestly, I think they just got over it by watching us continue to keep going. I think a lot of times our friends and family are just waiting on the sidelines to see if we're really going to stick through with it and we're going to deliver on what we set to deliver. And once they realized that we weren't wavering and that we were making this our priority, we would say, hey, I'd love to join you for dinner on Friday. However, if something else comes up for the business, just know I'm going to have to take a rain check. Mm -hmm. And it was just keeping those lines of communication open. Um, and then also for some people, I just had to step away. I had to pull back a little bit. For those that were feeding me a lot of that negative energy, I pulled back and I just didn't interact with them as much. But what was interesting is that as we continued to grow mm -hmm. as individuals and build our relationships and build our business and started having a lot of success, those folks started to come back around mm -hmm. and they started to ask questions and then they realized that we were serious, right? This wasn't just a little hobby or a little something we were trying to do on the side, that this was this was something that we were extremely passionate about and that it wasn't going away. Yeah, and I would tell people that maybe feeling the same thing that we did is, is the fear isn't real. A lot of yeah. the fear is in your head. Um, so people aren't necessarily thinking the thoughts that you think that they're thinking about you. <laughs> um, they, they may be ignorant like we were in the yeah. beginning. And uh, again, our jobs in network marketing is to educate people that there is a better way out there and, and they're not familiar with it. And we are the experts and they are not. And as Holly said, just, just give it time because when people see that you are committed and that you're not giving up and you're going through it, all of a sudden they start second guessing themselves. They're like, hmm. You know, maybe Brian and Holly are onto something good. Maybe I do need to pay attention. And and so I would tell uh, people thinking that that again, the fear is not real, and stay committed, and people will come around to to looking at it the way you do. Yeah, I love that. You know, uh, one of the things I always teach to my coaching clients is that you can't convince prospects, right? It's like you, they got to do what you do. It's like you stay consistent, stay committed. And you basically, because no matter what words you say, it doesn't matter. They're not going right. to change their minds. But only way to change their minds is by seeing what you did. You're consistent, you're committed, and then, you, you know, you out, basically you outlasted them. Because sooner or later, someone's going, okay, all right, Brian Holly is for real. Okay, what are they really doing? Yeah. Because most yep. people quit right away, right? So if you don't quit, you immediately stand out. And so, oh, they must, this actually does work. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, what is your proudest moment in network marketing so far? Ah. Uh. There's well, there's been a couple, and and I think him and I they're, they're this they're the same for us. So um, 
I think one of the proudest moments uh, was when we started to get phone calls, text messages, and even thank you notes in the mail. It's 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 what Brian and I call emotional income. It's one of the biggest things that we think that we get out of this business. It's the the financial piece of it. Don't get me wrong, is nice. <laughs> the money the money has afforded us a lot of options, which is always a good thing. But it's the emotional income that has come from doing this business. So when people are thanking you for sharing with you what you have and it's making significant impacts in their life. Um, they're able to live a better quality of life, whether it's through better health um, or whether it's through it improving their financial situation, it's it's both. And so um, I don't know if you wanna share some of the phone calls that we've gotten with some folks that we've helped. Right, I mean, our- you know, some of the phone calls uh, are great. I love them uh, where people have been able to quit. Maybe they had two jobs and they're mm-hmm. able to quit one of them. Maybe they're now home. Uh, with their kids and taking care of their kids yeah. um, and doing network marketing full time as a as a professional now and loving it because it's afforded them choices that they didn't have before. And so uh, I, I think we take great pride in helping other people achieve what we have. And that's how we're measuring ourselves now is how many people can we get so across that line, get them, get, them, get them to wherever they need to be to now be financially independent and be debt free or whatever their goals may be so that they can do the things they want to do when they want to do them. Hmm, definitely. Um, let me ask you a, a couple of things. What excites you most about the profession now? You've been there for six and a half years. Yeah, I, I mean, it is an exciting time to be in network marketing. I mean, the industry is growing just more and more people. I mean, you look at the stats over the past few years, it's on an upward trajectory mm-hmm. because we are in the gig economy. People are starting to understand that they need another source of income because job loyalty doesn't exist anymore. It's really hard to find someone that can spend a 40, 50 year career with the same company. It just doesn't happen. And so, uh, you know, companies are worried about the bottom line and a lot less about employees. And again, people are coming around to the way of thinking like, gosh, I need something that I can call my own, uh, that I'm in control of, and I can fall back on in case my plan A falls through. What's my plan B? And so the gig economy through, you know, technologies like like Uber and Amazon and Airbnb um, have all allowed people to be their own bosses in addition to the thousands of network marketing companies that that are there for them. Um, and, and so it's that mind shift that, that we're seeing, uh, why we're seeing numbers go up so much. And uh, so that that gets us excited. There's a lot of people out there looking for a solution. They just don't know exactly what it is yet. And and that's what's really cool and is exciting for us. Hey, thank you for sharing that. Hey, how, how long did you, uh, you um, sign up? How, do you still do your volleyball business? I, yeah, it's, it's still going. Uh, I've got a lot of help for that so that I can focus on, on our network marketing business. Uh, but we still enjoy that because we have a passion for the sport. So now you're, you're doing it because you enjoy it, not because you have to. Correct. Exactly. Awesome. Very cool. Hey, so Holly and Brian, I know you're in a unique situation. You, you know, you're very successful in corporate America and, uh, you know, Brian, you had a business, you made pretty decent money. You didn't really need the money, but what, I mean, a lot of people got to get started with network marketing because they need the money. You didn't really need the money, but you did it anyway. Why? What got you intrigued? It, it- 
Well, what got us intrigued was the fact that we've always understood the importance of multiple streams of income, because in this day and age, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. And so for us, besides the fact of the, just being business-minded people and the fear of missing out on, on a big opportunity or what could be big, um, we wanted to make sure we had a plan B. Um, and we're grateful that we did because within three years of building this business, I got a phone call from my employer after 20 years of service and they said, hey, we don't need your services anymore. So instead of being stressed out or, or anxious and pounding the pavement and having to replace that job, I was able to just close the books on that chapter of my life and be able to move forward because we had already replaced my income. Um, and then a year after that, life happened a second time. Brian got a call from his employer, can't make it up, and they said, sorry to say, we're gonna, we gotta let you go. So that in itself was two incidences where now we had built up a business on the side, again, in the nooks and crannies of our day that has now replaced our income. And if that wasn't enough, life happened a third time. Right, so I mean, our motto is dig the well before you're thirsty because it's not a matter of if something's gonna happen, it's just a matter of when. And so uh, Holly was seven months pregnant and we were on our way back from Hawaii. And as we're changing planes in LAX, her water breaks. <laughs> seven wow. weeks early and yeah. so that's how our son our son was born we were rushed to the hospital he was born an hour and a half later two thousand miles away from home yeah and he was premature so we had to be there for him until he was healthy enough to go home and so we spent the next month in a strange place um <laughs> you know two thousand miles away from our home and it was funny that the doctors would ask me is your job okay you being here or is there some you got to go and and thank goodness that we had uh take on this, this business. business and build it up to where we had before that point our hotel bill was over five thousand dollars and so if you're faced with that situation yeah. you're going to be stressed out and, and financially and and mentally and thank goodness that we had built this up because yep. we didn't have to worry about about all that right we could be where we needed to be. And that's where our son was at the time. And now he's home healthy and yep, eating us great. out of house and you know doing all the things uh, that kids do now today. So um, where would you be if something like that happened to you? Well, so, um, you it was in Hawaii when it happened. So you, Our we water broke in, in Los Angeles. So on our way back from Hawaii. We were coming we back, back from, from Hawaii. So you basically lived in a hotel for like a month or so. In, in uh -huh. Correct. Yep. Wow, where in LA? Uh, I was at uh, in Torrance, so uh, it happened to LAX, and they drove us to uh, a hospital in Torrance, St. Company of Mary Hospital. Okay, because I used to live right. I lived you pretty close to there. So you probably oh, stayed at the Double Tree or the Torrance or Marriott, something like that. Uh, it was a Marriott. Yeah. It was a Marriott. Right yep. by the hotel. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. It's uh, what you know. That's why I think it's never too late to start. It's better early to start, right? I think a lot of people, uh, you had the foresight, maybe from your you know business background, that you always got to prepare because uh, whatever. Bad can happen, can happen. You always got to have yep. that plan B. And thankful we have a business that allows you to do that. Exactly. Sometimes people are just waiting for the perfect time, but the problem is they're so busy. They're so busy waiting. They're missing out on the opportunity of something that they could be building in the process. Right. So. Yeah, like more money. I think uh, Colin Powell said this. Like more money is lost by indecision than making the wrong decision. Right. Yeah, we say indecision is a decision. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, there, like I said, there's no perfect time to start. You just need to get started. Hey, MM Nation, here's a new type of MM training event. 
that we just started. Now, you all know, if you listen to many episodes of ML Nation, the turning point for almost all top leaders was at an event. And right now, we have the new type of event, the BYOB Workshop. This is ML Nation's Build Your Own Business Workshop. And how this is different, because you can forget taking notes, because you're going to get results instead. We're going to prospect together and get results immediately. So we don't focus just taking notes and learn, 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 because you probably know a lot already. We are doing, going to do some training, but most of the time it's going to be me and you prospecting together. And if you're stuck, you actually get to ask me. I'll tell you what exactly, how to reply back to your prospects. Uh, we've done a couple of these in 2018. They got amazing results and we're expanding to different cities. If you're interested right now with early bird pricing, you can get up to 50% off. And if you're an insider member, you get an additional 30% off of these uh, after the early bird price. Just head over to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Okay, mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. And I'm excited to be prospecting together with you and get results for you that day. So it's not taking notes and going home. We can prospect and build, grow your business in one day more than you have it done. Just go to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Hey, thank you so much. As we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, and you, guys, yeah. you two can take turns. You can be short. So first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? I would say um, one of mine is, don't wait for opportunity, create it. Yeah, and I guess one of mine from Jim Rome is, uh, if you don't change what you're doing today, then tomorrow, all your tomorrows are going to look like yesterday because a lot of people are stuck in a mindset um, uh, of that they're, you know, just what they know and they don't understand that there's a better way. Right. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Uh, I would say one of them is uh, a lot of habit is 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 learning to ask good questions yep. of people. You know, this is a people business. You got to know what's going on in their life, and and so one one habit is just asking a lot of questions to get to know people yep. and asking their permission instead of throwing up on them like what I did in the <laughs> beginning. Get their permission to take a look at something that may may fill a need in their life. What is your um, best piece of advice you ever received? The best piece of advice that we ever received was make it about them. You know, when you're sitting down to have a conversation, don't be sitting down to have a conversation with someone um, with the idea that they're going to say yes to your opportunity or the idea that they're going to buy your product. Sit down with them to have a conversation to find out what's going on in their life, um, who they are, and what's pain, what pains them right now, and then see if what it is that you have to offer can help them. When you start making it about other people, then you in turn are going to win as well. Yeah, I love the quote, you know, just help enough people get what they want and then you will get what you want. And it's true. Pe people that make it about themselves lose every single time. Yes. Um, what's your favorite prospecting tool? Do you have like... Uh, uh, what do you use? Do you like to send people to a video or do you get by samples? Do you, do you do a Zoom right away or meet people for coffee? What do you like to use? Uh, we like to use a lot of different tools. Uh, so we got a big toolbox, but it's mostly uh, getting teasing them with a video first. Um, mm -hmm. So we got some pretty powerful videos to kind of get them uh, interested in learning more information. And mm -hmm. so again, it's about then after they watch the video, asking them, would you like to know more so yep. they can sit down with you? We love face-to-face -face meetings. We build our business face-to-face -face one person at a time. That sounds slow to some people, <laughs> but honestly, that's what makes it a long-term sustainable relationship with that person. Right.
And I personally also like to leverage Facebook from a traction marketing standpoint. Um, I like to share a certain lifestyle. And for those that are interested, they'll go ahead and reach out and ask, hey, what are you doing? And so you can start conversations that way as well. What is your favorite? Uh, you have a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend or a favorite online resource like Dropbox or Evernote? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, our, our company offers its own free app in order to be able to leverage business, share videos, um, as well as training. So that's also, that's a tool that we use pretty heavily. As far as an app that it's not tied to our company, um, I don't know, there's the, the the document scan one. We use that a lot to share to share information. Yeah, and, and we you know we just create a resource uh, website for our, our team members to go yeah. to to get good information yeah. and tie everything together. But uh, Holly's right, I mean, this is an amazing device for people uh, to use and, and most companies provide something where you can just run your business from your phone. We like to keep it simple for people um, and not overcomplicate this because it doesn't have to be complicated. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation or one or two books? So two books. The first one is GoPro by Eric Worre. That was a book that was introduced to us um, within the first year of doing this, and we wish we would have read it before. Um, and the other one is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Um, it talks a lot about having consistent habits and how doing small things over time um, can amount to big things. So those would be the two books that, that we would recommend. And here's the last question, the million-dollar oh, question. question. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, so you didn't know each other, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? So we, we, talked, we talked a lot about this. We would start just immersing ourselves within our community with people that have similar interests to us, whether it's playing a sport, uh, whether for some people it's going to church, maybe you like cooking, join cooking classes. Uh, if you're online, leverage social media, Instagram, things, Facebook, things to that, and start putting yourself and embedding into groups and just start having conversations so we can start building relationships with people because we know it's through those relationships that we're going to be able to build a um, successful business. Yeah, there's a lot of network marketing or networking groups out there in, in different communities, uh, small business uh, networking mm -hmm. groups. Um, because honestly, uh, small businesses, the owners are very entrepreneurial and that's what you want to look for uh, in, in any network marketing business is find the business minded people that can see the same vision that you do. And Holly uh, mentioned, you know, just different different technology because there's so many tools available to us out there. There's click funnels to basically, uh, you know, attract and, and get some contact information of people that share similar interests, um, losing using social media for finding those people as well and start building relationships because again, that's what's going to count. I'm just lo not looking to make a quick sale. I want to build a long-term relationship with somebody that's going to be a business partner of ours. Hey, you mentioned you go to a lot of different groups. So I'm just curious, what group will you go to first, Holly? What's the first group you go to? And what's the first group you go to, Brian? Uh, for me, as a, as a new mom, I would be looking into mommy groups. Um, I would want to be connecting with other moms that are out there, finding out what it is that they're doing, their hacks, the things that are working for them, um, and just those support groups. Because um, we as women, I think oftentimes um, don't, we feel alone a lot of times and that we really can't share what's going on. And so I would I would immerse myself into anything that would relate to, to some mommy groups and get out there that way. Yeah. 
And what about you, Brian? What group are you going to go to? For, for me, it would be mostly small business owners. So anything that's that's where small business owners get together and share ideas and, and network and, and pass businesses to each other. Um, in addition to probably sports related, since my background uh, mm -hmm. with, with our sports company and uh, sharing similar interests there because that really leads into, again, people that are entrepreneurial um, and have transferred that to the sports arena. So I think those are the two primary groups I would go to. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And uh, what's the best way listeners and viewers can connect with you? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, last words of advice is, uh, I think like we said, don't make it about yourself. Um, you know, our, our job as distributors or, or you know, whatever your company uh, calls you, uh, with network marketing is to be a problem solver and go help other people find a solution to something they need. Because again, people out there are looking for a solution. They just don't know the right questions to ask and, and don't know where to look. And so th that's that's our job is, is go out there, mm -hmm. find those people, find their needs and find out how your product or service and your company and our opportunity can fulfill uh, that need out there. Right. Don't make it about you. Don't, th don't think yep. I need this. Yep. It's I need to go help other people. And, and just be patient with yourself. At the end of the day, um, like you said, a lot of people quit early on, right? They hear a couple no's, mm -hmm. they get discouraged, the money doesn't come quick enough. You know, it's, it's not a lottery ticket. People forget that there is work involved. So stay committed, be coachable, um, lock arms with the people who are where you want to be because they're going to be able to, to, to help take you there. So um, as far as getting in, in touch with us, we have our own team website. Uh, if you wanted to connect on that um, and reach out to us, you certainly can do that. It's www.lvgopro.com. That's lvgopro.com. Or you can find Brian and I on Facebook. I'm Holly Highfield. Uh, the image looks just like me. <laughs> it's not a picture of my dog, I promise. And, um, and or Brian Highfield. So we do have our own personal pages um, and we're pretty quick to respond. So you yep. can reach out to us on our page and or through private message. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with two of them, Brian <laughs> and Holly Highfield. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net. Just click on the podcast tab at the top and uh, click on the show notes. Brian and Holly show will be right there with the nuggets of wisdom, the books they recommended, and their contact information will be there. You can definitely connect with them. Hey, in order to be successful in life and network marketing, you must be givers. You must help others. So Brian and Holly, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so you, much. Appreciate it. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chandler. Wow, what a great show. And talk about the importance of having a plan B, right? Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Thank goodness for this profession. Uh, you know, Holly worked in the business only three months in and gets laid off. And then uh, Brian gets laid off. And then uh, thankful, thankfully, they built their business, had that plan B, the residual income, you know, multiple streams of income. And when I say multiple streams of income, it doesn't mean you're starting different businesses, but using that one marketing to support your, your corporate job, right? And uh, they both lost their jobs, but thankfully they had the business. And then uh, all things incredible, like their baby was born seven weeks early and they had to stay in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, actually, the St. Mary's little, uh, whatever the hospital is, actually very close to where I live. Um, so I know the exact hotel, but staying there for a month for the $5,000 hotel bill. I mean, thank goodness for the business allowed them to do that, protecting them from do that. So anyways, a lot of things here. Uh, number one, you got to follow the system, right? Some main lessons, the process. Uh, don't throw up on people. Keep it simple, right? 
Don't be too confident or cocky. You may be successful in other areas, but you're doing network marketing, which is totally different. It's about whether it's duplicatable. Uh, the importance of going to the events, right? And that's where Brian really, he was struggling. And he went to the event and everything changed. You know, even Holly saw how he changed. Um, so importance of events, I think every, almost every leader, their turning point was coming from an event. Um, you also got time management skills from Holly and Brian about building the business, the nooks and crannies, you know, uh, in the single day-to-day life, just building relationships, uh, making that three to five-year commitment. Hey, we're going to do this. And also, you got to make, I like the no BS, like you got to make sacrifices, right? The, they have to give up the dinner, the birthday dinners, the TVs, the social events, but give up football. But hey, you got to pay the price. The sooner or later, you got to pay the price. Think about it. If they didn't get started, what would have happened when both of them got laid off? Or their kid was born, um, you know, in a different state. I mean, you know, imagine that. So, you, you know, you got to pay the price sooner or later. So, ML Nation, if you're listening to this, take action. You got to pay that price. You know, if you're worried about what friends are thinking about you, you gave great advice. It's a mind shift, right? Attend events and you can get plugged in. You know, as you grow, you want to attract different people into your life. A lot of people in the past, they may not understand it. And don't worry about the judgment. It's fear. The fear is not even real. But the way to convince people is not by the words, it's by your commitment and consistency. That's the best way to convince people. And uh, when you grow, right, I think he talked about something that's never been brought up in all these episodes is uh, emotional income. That's really, I mean, of course you get income, but emotional income, people thanking you for what you do, that is the best, best feeling. A couple other things, you know, network marketing, we're in the gig economy, people always looking for a side gig. I mean, that's why one of the reasons why network marketing has grown. Also because of social media. And uh, the thing you got to learn to do is learn to ask good questions, right? Get permission before you just send video out to force it down. Get the permission, right? And learn to ask good questions. Find out how can fit in for them. And really, it's about helping people. It's not about you. It's about relationships. You know, face-to-face. They like to do face-to-face, which is slower, but really builds a long-term and more stable business because it's based on relationships. So really good stuff uh, from Brian Holly. If you like this, go to MLMation.com. Dot com. Go to the podcast tab and then uh, go to the show notes. You see Brian, Holly, Highfield, uh, and the Nuggets, all the Nuggets wisdom, the books they recommended, the links and to how to reach out to them will be right there. Hey, ML Nation, if you like this, please leave us a review. Really appreciate it. Let's lift up the profession. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this amazing profession. Thanks to Brian and Holly. And now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.